everyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Colt and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Welcome listeners here and there and everywhere all across the land. This is the Men Church Stuff Podcast. I am one of your hosts, DJ Culp. As always, here with my beloved brother-in-law, Brad Coleman. Brad, happy Thoy's Day to you. You know, DJ, I was just thinking all across the land, what if people are on the water listening to us? <laughs> and on the water. Yeah. I think we, <laughs> or under the water if you're if you're listening Maybe to the this. International yeah, Space right. Station. I don't know how <laughs> right, they yeah. get podcasts up there. Like so, humanity. <laughs> you you are. If you're breathing air, to infinity and beyond. Yeah, right. If you're somewhere in the universe, <laughs> let's do this podcast. So, yeah, right. <laughs> let's do this podcast. If in you're thirty-two in- seventy-one. <laughs> yeah, there was a planet, or possibly is a planet <laughs> called Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and you've stumbled across a very silly podcast. <laughs> is this what, is this yeah. what all Earth people were like back in the no, day? No, this is not what all <laughs> Earth people were like. No, no. <laughs> if you want to know what real what 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 normal people are like, go find other podcasts. I'm sorry, find something else. <laughs> this is not the podcast for you. This is not it. <laughs> Just keep scrolling or whatever. <laughs> um, so Brad, as promised, yesterday, day after Halloween, wore Christmas socks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> as promised. Yeah, man. I meant to do it today. I just forgot. Like I I kind of feel bad because I had I, I, I had so much smack talk about about wearing Christmas socks the day after yeah. Halloween. And then the second day after Halloween, I just have normal socks on. Um, but, you, you know, this was the conversation with Carrie Beth and Isaiah kind of in the house was Carrie Beth was taking down the Halloween decorations and stuff. She's like, it's time to put up the Christmas. And he's like, no, it's not time to put up the Christmas decorations. <laughs> yeah. It is not that time. Way to go, KB. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so is this a. Good time for me to mention that I also like a good peppermint mocha. Oh, dude. Okay, I'm I'm with you on that one, man. What's really funny though is, so I went to Starbucks the other day, and uh, uh, I don't think they actually have them out yet. Well, technically, technically they do offer peppermint all year long, so you can get a peppermint mocha in August, but they're not promoting them like the seasonal drink yet. Yeah. So, like, I actually went. <laughs> it's funny. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little. Uh, um, uh, what's the what's the word? Help me out. Um, confession here, Brad. That I walked in and I actually wanted a peppermint mocha, but because it's not being promoted yet, I was like, and I, and by the way, I I did have I no no this was Halloween. I was I was thinking I had Christmas socks on. It was Halloween, so so I walked in and I thought, do I do a peppermint mocha? 
Maybe I should just do a pum- pumpkin spice mocha. So, <laughs> Brad, I got pumpkin spice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and see, and now, and now look, fall is here. And it's fall like, is we, We've got like 40 <laughs> degree weather. You push this you, over the edge, yeah, DJ. Thank that's you. right. You, were, you had been doing your part. I had not been doing mine. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah, um, so, it's uh yeah, man. Oh, uh, man. I'm I'm all about pumpkin uh, pumpkin spice. Gosh, now you got me doing it. I'm mm-hmm. all about peppermint mocha. Um, and and like that's my go to like Christmas drink. Um, so, if it's not just coffee, so so I don't know if this is a secret. I don't know if I discovered this, but it works really well. And I don't know. Maybe I read it on a, a blog or something. I don't even remember what I st- why I started. But I had this peppermint like coffee and it was kind of peppermint mocha, but it wasn't real mocha y. It was just a lot more mm-hmm. pepperminty. Mm-hmm. And so I just took like a, well, I didn't really measure, but we'll say it was about like a tablespoon of like Hershey's cocoa powder. Oh, yeah. On top of the coffee oh, dude, and brewed dude. it. Yeah, man. Brewed it through. And I was like, oh, I am living in like 2050 right now. I know, like, man. This is like, yes. I have. Because it was like that was a game changer, and I liked the coffee before, but I was like, you know, oh, like just a little bit of. Mo- just, I think what yeah. happened was I was like, I didn't have any like chocolate because I don't do sugar, so like I didn't have any like cacao or something. That sometimes I like do shaving into mm. the coffee. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I didn't have any, and I was like, oh, I got this cocoa powder. Well, maybe I could brew it. <laughs> And I was yeah, like, no, oh you, yes, yeah. this is great. Yeah, you can't actually. So, um, so my dad's been doing that. He's been, like, he he's he's been using cocoa powder, or or he he has in the past used cocoa powder like during winter time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brad, I grew up with that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I didn't grow up drinking coffee, but but Dad would always tell me like during the winter time that he would love to put just a just a a, a pinch, you know, just a skosh of mm-hmm. um, of cocoa powder into into his coffee and brew it that way. Um, so, so, I've, so I've, I've just I've just gathered it by osmosis. Then you have yes, like, yeah. Welcome, to, welcome to the I've family, Brad. Yeah, I've never seen yeah. him do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, never heard or seen him do it, but you know, it's just like I've been around him so long. I'm picking yeah. up his habits. Yeah, even without knowing it, without <laughs> seeing them, <laughs> he's pretty influential. Yeah. <laughs> so it's real uh, influential when you can influence someone to do something. They Without actually know saying anything about it, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so listeners, uh, here in a couple of weeks, uh, Brad and I will do we'll do like a um, you know we'll do like a uh, a Christmas or two episode. But for right now, um, we are in between holidays. Um, Halloween is over. Thanksgiving is on the horizon. Um, I like to call it Thanks Christmas Giving. Because like, yeah, <laughs> because it is, is it a hallowed, is it a hallowed Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanks yeah. Christmas giving? I was just kidding. hallowed thanks Christmas giving ween. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but our topic today, Brad, is, um, well, bluntly put, Christians versus church people. Mm. Because, well, it could be a fun conversation. <laughs> So my my biggest uh, my biggest question about Christians versus church people is I mean to be quite honest 
Um, and I'm not necessarily saying, well, let's go ahead and start unpacking this right out of the gate, but it's really like, why is there a difference? It, 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 it annoys me that, that there is a difference. Um, well, I but, think, I think we probably need to do like a quick definition of what we mean. Sure. By, by Christian yeah. versus church versus a people. church per Yeah. Versus a church person. Yeah. Solid. Um, so I would call I would call a a Christian a follower of Christ um, okay. and by follower of Christ, not by like like in the book of James. Right. Not by not by word only, but also in deed. Okay. Um, and and I, I mean, I, I, I think it's. This isn't the place necessarily, I don't think, to talk about the amount of one over the other. If someone talks talks a game and plays a little game or has a huge game and doesn't talk much of a game. Um but church people are I'm like I I'm I can't and and will not claim that they are not Christ followers, but it seems that they do more harm to uh it could be outsiders, it could be just the church capital C in general, you know, like in terms of in terms of local or or national reputation, that kind of thing. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's almost like, almost like people that people that are looking for fights almost, mm -hmm. or, um, uh, you know, I've, I'm, I'm upholding a tradition that, um, may or may not be really worth it or or you know something that 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 something that's not central to the christian faith kind of like, kind of like what we talked about a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. you know like do you wear a hat in church or mm -hmm. you know um i'm trying to remember what was the other thing we talked about but whatever it was um drums uh drums yeah yeah right yeah i can see that's how you exactly, would forget that's that exactly right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It'd be so, easy for you to not be thinking um, about drums but that that's that's what that's what that's kind of like the two the two areas that i would divide them what about you all right, so let, let me share a quote that I heard or read on recently, especially coming off Halloween. Uh -huh. I think I don't know who first came up with this because I think it was nobody had really signed it. It was just kind of going around. This is uh, putting on a costume on Halloween doesn't make you a devil worshiper uh, any more than going to church. And putting on church clothes makes you a Christian. Yeah, there you go. And I was like, yeah, yeah that that's good. I can, yeah, uh, you know. And of course, the, there's the the old one, which is like, you know, you know, if you can stand in your garage and call yourself a car, but it doesn't make you <laughs> a car. I can I stand mean, in man, a litter box and call really, myself a cat. That one is really. <laughs> right like on the money right now isn't it but let's yeah. not go there yeah let's right yeah, yeah. Day. Uh, this is, but you know this is my litter box going to, going to church and call on yourself a christian you know now yeah. again one of the things that that i think we've done an injustice at is that we've defined the church by the building and it's, yeah. it's not you know we're the church now the, when we get together as the church mm -hmm. But it's not the building, right? It's, it's not the building. It can be under a tree, right? Well, shoot, uh, what is it? What like um, house. Dis, didn't um, help me out with with Rick Warren's church name? Um, 
Um, you know, I could have told you just a second I, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, and this is not it at all. And this is not a political stance. But let, uh, saddleback, that, that, saddleback. Yeah, saddleback. It's saddleback. But the yeah, first there, there thing that hit my mind was Watergate. And Watergate? Like, I don't mean anything by <laughs> no. that. Not, not Watergate. No. I am not in that discussion. <laughs> I don't want to be in that discussion right now. None of that. It's nothing meant by that. But when you ask me, that was the first thing that popped in my mind. And I went, wait, no, no, that is not right at all. I um, totally so, wish that somebody would start Watergate Church. Like, like, I think it's like that's Watergate because because of what happened. That's like that's like the name Jezebel. You don't name a, a person Jezebel. You know, like this is this this is my son, Lucifer. Like yeah. you just you, you don't do that's, it. And, and again, again, I tell people, I said, you know what? Lucifer means light bringer, one who brings light. That's yeah. why, like, it tells us what his name was. Yeah, and right. we really don't see him described as that anymore. Then it's Hasatan, the, the, the yeah. adversary, yeah. you know, the devil, oh, that's the, so funny. that old snake, the, yeah. Yeah. You know, the dragon. Yeah. We're kind of in the past tense. But yeah. having said but, that, I don't recommend you name no. your kids don't or your it. pets Lucifer. Probably not that's a good right. idea. Yeah. So, they were um, so good. No, no. What I was going to say about about Rick Warren's church is, if I if I if I understand this correctly, Rick Warren he started he started Saddleback under a bridge, like they were outside. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm 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 with you. You know that 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 we are the church. Um, and uh, and let me just let me just speak this. Um, I think it's I think it's vitally important to our to our Christian faith to be a part of a church group right community uh church whether that whether that meets in somebody's house whether it meets in in a formal brick and mortar church building with a with a super fancy tall steeple whatever the case i think it's vitally important having said that um it is not a requirement of salvation jesus doesn't say in you know as we mentioned in john 14 6 i am the way the truth and the light um, no man come to the father except through me. If as long as you're, you know, convening, you know, one particular or two particular hours a day at a particular location that is agreed upon by a large community of members, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, um, yeah. so uh, having said that, like, you know, and this is going to sound flippant, but CE like CEO churchgoers, the church, the 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 Christmas Easter only folks. Those are um, called creasters. Creasters, creasters. Okay, <laughs> I didn't come up with that. Yeah, um, uh, but, like I would, I would say that that in terms of in terms of of um, the health. Their, their, the potential anyways, I'll do it that mm -hmm. way. The, the potential of their spiritual health, I would say that they're, that that's, that's bare minimum, if not even, a, even, if not even a little less than that. But I, I just want to make it clear that, that the conversation today is not about, do you go to church or do you not? That's, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want the, um, the conversation to go that way. I, I really wanted to kind of focus the conversation on like heart issues and um you know how does the how does the church how did how, how have we seen you and you and me brad um mm -hmm. whether we've seen it um firsthand in churches we've been at or or how we've seen um you know churches in in our day and age um work work for or what's what is seemingly against um mm -hmm. you know christ and christ and his kingdom so 
crank out crank out our our just our opener opening question here. Just now that we've sort of laid a foundation, is what is the most ridiculous arm argument you've ever heard or been a part of in the church? And I know you as a pastor have probably probably a laundry list far more than I do. Um, but um, let me let me say this. Uh, I'll I'll answer it first. What you think? The um, the dumbest thing that I've I've ever been a part of, um, and this actually happened to me personally. And I want you to understand. And like it's you know it's one of these things where before I really say this, it's almost like like do I say this on the air as a way to like well, not as a way, but do I say this because I don't want people to think that I'm tooting my horn. I also don't want people to think that I'm using this as a platform as a way to shake my fingers. It just happened. It was a, it was a, it was a <laughs> moment in time, you know, that happened in the past and, and you know, whatever it, it's, it's over. So a church that church that Sharon and I were attending a while ago, um, you know, several, several years ago, um, they, uh, they were doing Deacon nominations and I got nominated for Deacon. We'd been there for a while. Um, and in my personal opinion, and I don't want to unpack this, but my personal opinion you know, deacons are are servicemen to the church. So if the church wants you, then serve mm-hmm. as a deacon. You know, as long I mean, obviously, as long as you're called. But if you feel like you've been called to be a deacon and the church doesn't vote you in, don't take offense to it. It's just, you know, it's if if in fact we're there to serve the church and the church doesn't want you to help serve them at that point in time, I mean, don't do it. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. not a big deal, in my in my opinion. So, anyways, um, I uh, I got passed over for being a deacon and it's really sweet that that the personnel personnel director of that particular church our committee personnel committee uh chair he sat he sat down with me and he said i just want you to know i really hate that you got passed over um he said do you know why and i'm like Man, i don't know you know what i mean it's not i'm okay and he pointed at the drums because i play the drums <laughs> they didn't want a deacon serving serving on that on on their on their deacon uh in their deacon body that advocated drums in church but you were playing drums at that church <laughs> at that church yeah <laughs> yeah right wow <laughs> that's that's pretty special that's, that's pretty special yes it is not in the good special way like <laughs> no. yeah I don't even know what to say about that. Right. I mean, I have a lot of things I can say about that right now that I'm yeah, not going right. to. Um, yeah. So that's and 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 let me let me if 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 I can let me go ahead and add a cherry on top for you, Brad. So um, so there was this uh, um <clears throat> later on that particular that particular year, um we had this. I mean, it was it was. Uh, it was a pretty critical tear in our church body. Clearly, clearly there was stuff going on in our church that 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 needed to be figured out. So, anyways, um, we we had this business meeting where um, where you know what do we do about about music minister? What do we do about this? What do we do? You know, it, and it was it, I'm going to say it didn't get necessarily heated, but it could have very quickly. So there's this there's a a guy or a guy at the church that was. Um, that had formerly served um, in, I think, the state legislature, or was a former governor, or something like that. You know, so he thought he thought he was he thought he was all that his bag of chips, your bag of chips, and any other potential <laughs> bag of chips that you would buy in the future. And mm-hmm. so he he uh, his daughter was playing was playing piano um, at our at our at our church, and and like um, she was getting she was actually getting paid 
I had a music degree. I actually had, um, I was, I had a, I had a full music degree and a partial graduate music degree and I wouldn't get paid a dime again. I'm, I, I really don't care for anybody that that's doubting that. I promise you it's, it's, it's not something that, that I expect on any level. Um, so anyways, so this guy gets up with the microphone and says, well, hello, my name is blah, 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 blah. And I served as governor. I served whatever this great, this great state, love being from here, all this kind of stuff. And I just want everybody to know that I am extremely excited that we're going to make sure that our church musicians get paid for their deeds. Brad, I was so close to standing up and asking for the mic and right there in front of everybody saying, and I want you to know, sir, that I'm very thankful that you have acknowledged all of the musicians in this room. I haven't been paid for doing what I am. And I'm so thankful that you're going to ensure that I, that I, that I'm going to get my due, <laughs> but I didn't because God, because God knows how to shut my mouth when, That's right. when, when that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. so there we go that's mine that's the dumbest thing that i've ever experienced <laughs> yeah that's that's a pretty good one <laughs> it's not a surprising one i think for me the biggest the biggest part is like <clears throat> we're gonna let you play drums at our church <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> but not be a deacon because you're playing drums at our church. <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys thought this out a lot, yeah. didn't you? Thank you. No, because <laughs> the reality is they don't want you. They didn't want you playing drums at the church. Either. That's exactly those, right. Yeah, those yeah. Who, who made those decisions. But anyway, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. I think this one hurts my heart the most. Okay. Uh, it was a sign I saw in a church once. Oh, man. Very, very uh, prominent sign as you came in the door. Small church in America. That's all I'm going to say. In America. There you go. America. Um, so if you're listening. Nowhere that I've lived. So I was visiting. Yeah. In so, America. In America, in one of the forty-eight contiguous United States, yeah, was, yeah. maybe I don't you know. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't know where I've been. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't, and honestly, for I couldn't even tell you the name of it. Sure. Uh, so it, it wouldn't matter anyway. But it hurt my heart, and I, I was I was a teenager, and went to this church, into this church. Mm -hmm. um, I had been invited to like a VBS. So I was going to this VBS and small church. You walk in, you got the, I don't know, whatever you call it. There's a million names for it, but the area where you just walk in and then it went straight into like their sanctuary. Like the foyer or something foyer, like that. There yeah. you go, yeah. foyer. That's, that's a good one. <clears throat> you know, so there's this yeah. big, just blocky sign that said something along the lines of, uh, Women, if you are not wearing like a full length dress, oh gosh, dude, then then you're not welcome here. I mean, oh. it was it was it was not like, hey, let's hint. It was just full on blatant. You're not welcome here. Go away. Um, I don't think it said go away, but I'm I'm I. I but I it wasn't. It was remember. not friendly. Like, yeah. I'm 30. I was probably like 17, 18 years old. 
like but i just remember even then it hurt my heart yeah and and, and you know part of me goes wow how dare you yeah how dare you um for one what we are what we're stating right and what people say is this is god's house okay um then stop telling people they're not allowed to come in yeah oh dude right. brad go go man yeah that, that's if it's if it's his house let's buy let's go by his rules and so i've read his book so i've read his book gonna, brad here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go ahead <laughs> that's i'm gonna not go in ahead. there I'm going to sign off and go home and you got the rest of the recording. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Brad's no. going to take it from here. Uh, right I'm not. Cause I'll just get myself in trouble, you know, <laughs> anger and do not sin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? yeah, man. Like Jesus, and, Jesus welcome people. Even if that is your conviction. Again, we've talked about those convictions. Yeah, absolutely. Even if yes. that's your conviction uh, and that's your conviction that, that, you know, women should wear dresses at church. Okay. At the end of the day, when you keep that a conviction, I don't want to fight that fight right now. Right. But what you just said was lady off the street. Yep. Who doesn't know Jesus. Gosh, I know, Who's man. coming in to, to seek the gospel. Yep. You're not welcome here. So if, if I can use, if I can use a word right now, um, Brad, <clears throat> the word that the word that just popped into my mind is the word gatekeeper. So yeah. in in like uh, in you may very well be aware of this, but like in historical research, you know, if if you're interested in in a people group somewhere yeah. and there's not a lot, there's not been a lot that's written about them or you're interested in something that's 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 just local to them. You you pretty much the way that human behavior works is you, you you pretty much don't have the right to just show up and just start interviewing every, every everybody. You um more than likely you have to have essentially a like a, a gatekeeper, somebody who knows the area and also has good rapport with everybody as you're in, right? They've got to like vouch for you. <laughs> yeah. What I what the, the word the reason that word just popped into my mind was this. Gee, like to the to the person that you, you said the lady on the street you can't come here unless we approve of it mm-hmm. and if we approve of it god will approve of it mm-hmm. and i think that's i think that's a a wonderful a wonderful like kind of uh uh um springboard into the mm-hmm. topic today of christians versus church people because the last thing that last thing that any of us are are gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. Like Christ is the gatekeeper. Period. I mean that, yeah. and, and and I mean that's the reason that he came. There, 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 the the chasm, the chasm be un, unworks alone, because that's all we've got, right? I mean, you know, I love the I love the the language that Paul uses. That's that's currency based. Um, that you know that Christ was was the down payment, right? Like mm-hmm. the the idea of well, what do I have to do to quote unquote earn earn my way into heaven? I mean, nothing. The, the, the reason I say that you, you can't, like, no matter no matter how many works you accumulate, the currency's yeah. wrong. If you could and live, if you could live a million years, you still can't do it, and do amazing works. Yeah, by our definitions. That's right. Yeah. You still will not earn the grace of God. Yeah. And, and so, so man, justification mm-hmm. versus sanctification. 
-hmm. Those are two big words. Of the, the, the big churchy words. Yeah. Uh, justification. Justified. Justified, not sinned. Justification is when we're saved. That's when um, Jesus's sacrifice and Jesus's righteousness is mm -hmm. imputed to us. Uh, right. I like that word imputed. Sorry. It's a good word. We're, Impute. we're credited. Yeah. <laughs> we're credited yeah. with, with the righteousness of Christ. Yep. Yeah. Second Corinthians 5, right there. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And, you know, discussion, you know, DJ, we had a little bit of a text discussion, you know, me, you and your dad, and I've had mm. it with some other people. You know, you cannot be more righteous than someone or less righteous. Correct. Because our righteousness is Christ's righteousness. That's been so that's either exactly we have Christ's right. righteousness yeah. or we don't. That's yeah, justification. And it's that's an, what and gets it's, us in. That's, that's what gets us into the streets of gold, the eternal life, the in the <clears> presence <throat> of God because of Christ's righteousness. And it's an on-off scenario. It's a mm -hmm. it's like it's I mean it's it's coding language. It's either zero or it's one. Mm -hmm. You either are justified through Christ or you're not. You're not you're not partially, and I'm not right. more as you mentioned, like I'm not more than you are, and you're not more than I am. Yeah. And and so again, like, and that's why, like, I, I love how I love how how you again the way that you kind of frame that with to the lady on the street. We will let you in as long as you look like the way we want you to. Mm. You like you have no authority at all over how people can come to can come to the knowledge of of, of Jesus Christ. You don't. You're not a gatekeeper. That's why I said, like Jesus is. And, but, and, um, and honestly, if 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 I were to walk in, my advice: if you are a woman or man on on the street seeking the gospel, and you walk into a church and there's a sign like that, here here's here's my advice to you as a pastor: go somewhere else. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. Find another church because because that's probably not the only problem they have with their theology no that's exactly right and um, and we're and, not perfect and, but i mean they've they've they they've put you a big sign that says yeah. hey you're probably not going to be welcome here right so so take it and and, and what and i go. And, so, they're probably, so, and, and honestly they're probably good with that probably they, no they no they are they, they really are. don't want you coming yeah. in so let, let me let me let me say this too that um for anybody a uh listen for anybody that's listening a that has a problem or or is experiencing you know some sort some sort of 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 i'm going to call it major issue like whenever you're around people if you're around them long enough you're going to disagree with somebody on some level so no won't yeah yeah <laughs> yes you will brad so that aside you can't find the perfect church and I, and right. more than likely, right. if it's not us, somebody else, I mean, we, it's, we, we all know that if you haven't, if you met somebody that doesn't, that doesn't know that they just simply, I would argue they haven't been to church enough. Um, so having said that, if you have ever experienced, if you are experiencing a church like that, or if you just had a recent experience like that, Trust me when I tell you, listeners, um, or if you know people that 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 are in this particular position, beg them, go to another church. It is not like that everywhere. 
We are all yeah. broken. That's true. And you're not going to find you're not going to find a church without issues. And if you want to find something without issues, then you're going to be looking no matter no matter if it's in in, in the sacred realm and the secular realm. Everything's broken. Everybody's on the side. Everyone. Jesus dumb. is the only one that has lived righteously. Jesus yeah, is the only one that's good enough. That's right. So it's like. Yeah. Again, and and I and I deal with the same thing too with my own anxieties and all that. It's like I, I I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like, well, like from a standpoint of of living righteously outside of Christ, I'm not. You're not. That's exactly right. Yeah, and and again, that goes back to that goes back to what works can I do that would that would even begin to earn me merits? This is this like sorry. This is where it's 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 we we can't and like does that mean and I don't I don't want to chase this rabbit but I, I guess I guess that to a certain extent we kind of need to to address it a bit like do we need to um do we ever like make God smile you yeah. know like if you want to think of something like sentimental like that yes mm-hmm. I think that we definitely make God smile we make I think we make God proud we 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 make His heart flutter you know i mean like if you want to like if you want to use like over 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 romanticized wording like that to kind of get the point across but like we cannot do that aside from him apart from him so it's actually because he is he is directly involved in our lives through his son christ that we have that ability um and so and and i yeah, yeah, go ahead, Brett. I'll say, so let's chase the other word just a, just a few minutes. Yeah, chase it. <clears throat> so sanctification. Mm-hmm. Sanctification is being set apart. That is the process of God working in us. God has began a good work, and he mm-hmm. will fi- see it through to the finish. Right. That is God making us more like Jesus as we go. So um, the way that it should work is that the longer we're here as as believers, the more like Jesus we should look. That's right. Now, justification is a done thing. Mm-hmm. Right? What Jesus has done. Our salvation testimony is, uh, this is what Jesus did for me. Right. And I believed through faith, which God gave me, by the way, because mm-hmm. God says he gives every man a measure of faith. Yeah. So I already had it. Because he gave it to me. And so I get to choose how to use it. Right. And so when I accept his invitation, you know, that's that I'm turning from my sin to him. I'm choosing your way. You're my Lord. You're my Savior. Now that's justification. Now we move to sanctification. Now I I think we can hinder sanctification. I think we can uh, encourage sanctification in ourselves yeah by walking in step with god's spirit yeah by seeking to love god more by seeking to die to ourselves daily yep. here is my big thing that i have seen and and stuff in the church mm-hmm. we make it about so much that that are really just we, we tend to major on the minors mm-hmm. and then we and then we forget what god said it was about yeah. Right. Because we would talk about spiritual growth. Right. We go, okay. And we want to make it about the the things that we do or the things that we don't do. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you know, I don't 
I don't drink. I don't curse. I don't do this. See, I'm a good Christian. Yeah. Uh, you know, I go to church every Sunday or I read my Bible. And again, I'm not discouraging those things. But God defines spiritual growth. Um, well, he talks about fruit. Mm-hmm. What fruit? Um, probably spiritual fruit. Yeah. Probably the fruit of the spirit. Not fruits, by the way. Just one. Right. Yeah. Singular fruit. Yeah. Kind correct. Of grapes. Fruit. Yeah. yeah. Which are what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness or temperance, self-control. You know, against such there is no law. Yeah. So these things, the fruit of the spirit, as we are walking on this earth and we're being more sanctified, our love should be growing. Yeah. Our joy, our peace should be yes. growing. Our, our self-control right. should be growing. Our patience. Oh, we love <laughs> that one, don't we? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we had a conversation about yeah, long-suffering. Should be growing. You yeah. know, those things should be getting bigger. Well, how much? They should be getting bigger. You know, right. Peter gives a list, a very similar list, and you can go in, <clears throat> I think it's Second Peter, where he's like, if these things are yours and they're increasing, mm-hmm. then you are neither unfruitful or useless, basically. He's right. like, you're, you're, you're neither of those things. He doesn't say if they're multiplying by six. He says, right. if they're getting bigger. Yeah, correct. Then if they belong to you and they're getting bigger, then you're growing in Christ. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm not suggesting that we should all go and just forget any type of, you know, let's just all show up naked or something like that to church. But no, wear wear pants. Yeah. <laughs> but my point is we make it and we focus on things. Let's not let me, let me share this example because you know I'm a Southern Baptist, so I'll pick on the Southern Baptist a little bit. And I wasn't there, and I, it's hearsay the story, so I can't even pick that hard. Okay. One of the first, or a few of the first couple mission trips that the Southern Baptist Convention made were to was to Hawaii. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't know. Suffering that. for Jesus. All yeah, uh, right, <laughs> Hawaii, um, right. which needed the gospel, by the way. Which, sure. So it was great. I'm not going to yeah, downsize yeah. those missionaries and the work they did. Right, right, um, right. But what they, they started kind of on the beaches and they they saw people coming to faith and it was great. Mm-hmm. And then they made what I would consider a, a Christian error. A Christian a error. Okay. Christian error. Uh-huh. So they took those those ladies and stuff who were in their hula skirts and all this on the beach. And they went, Oh, you can't do that. You need to dress modestly. Yep, dress like us. Dress yep. like us. Yep. And then what they found was they didn't get much farther in from the beaches with salvations because it, I think they didn't, I they didn't the look like the was yeah. people, people didn't want to like, look, yeah. I got to come to Christ and be like you. Yeah. You no, know, the, yeah. the gospel is come to Christ and Christ will make you like him. Yep. And and so we make it because that was their conviction. Right. 
you know, you, you, you should so, be dressing. This is the, our idea of what modest is, and this is the way you should dress. And I think they weren't as successful as they would have been. Yeah. Now, people were saved. The seeds were planted. God right, used right, right. that. Yep. Like, sure. We're not going to downsize that at all. If your great, great, great grandpa was a missionary to Hawaii on that first trip, praise the Lord for him. Yeah, but let's learn definitely. from let's learn from the mistakes because he didn't do right. it perfectly. We don't. Well, we don't and, and what what I what I would say what I would say kind of like like how would how would I how would I vocalize that? How would I um, how would I sort of explain that particular that particular um, uh, uh, example into into the broader idea of things? Is that so? The Bible is is the the inspired word of God. Mm-hmm. And clearly, listener, if you're brand new to the show, it's clearly a conservative show <laughs> because of what I just said. And but I need to also say that because it's the inspired word of God and and is and is like outside of like words coming straight out of God's mouth, really does really is like the authority of um of what theology and doctrine is, you know, in, in terms of, in terms of salvation and, and how we should live our lives through the identity of Christ. When, when we as humans take our rational minds, which are finite, no matter how intelligent we are, and we begin to organize and, and we, we, we use using our own words to create working definitions for things and we begin to line out and we begin to create, even though we have extremely good intentions, we be, we are creating a man-made mm-hmm. process, a man-made method. And because like when Jesus says, you know, come to me, all you who are heavy laden, I will, I will give you rest. Well, well, what happens if what happens if I have uh, you know you, you know talking about uh, a couple of weeks ago? What happens if I if I have a hat on my head? What happens if I what if what if I'm tattooed? What if I'm what if I have piercings? What I if mean, I'm a tax collector. What if I'm a tax collector? What, what if, if I'm a prostitute? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like like what if what if what if? And so the idea here is is like when when we begin to use our own systems of method of processes whatever mm-hmm. as again the um the method of uh through which you are quote unquote allowed to interact with with Christ we again we are becoming we're trying to put ourselves into the role of the gatekeeper mm-hmm. and and listener i hope that you're hearing me when i when i say this i'm going to start by talking to myself before i say mm-hmm. anything else that every single human being is going to be guilty of that at some point in our life or another. Mm-hmm. Everybody is, which is why the, which is why like scripture doesn't change scripture. Like, why is it the authority? Because it's, it, it, it is there as society moves and as society changes and as more stupid people decide, decide that this is better than something else that we've done, you know, like the old joke, why mm-hmm. don't you change or how many, how many Southern Baptists does it change to take I said this wrong. How many Southern Baptists does it take to change a light bulb? You know the joke, Brad. You've heard my dad tell it a bunch. You better not change yeah. that light bulb. Yeah, my grand, that my light bulb. grandfather t- donated that light bulb. Like that's stupid. 
I'm glad they donated the light bulb. It's broken. It doesn't work anymore. The fixture's dumb. The fixture, hey, let's like let's let's if you wanna if you wanna renovate, you know, like we could we yeah. can chase the rabbit. But the idea is that the idea is that we are not because we are saved and because we have our identity in Christ, we are no we are not special to where you now have like unsaved people now have to come to us to meet Christ. We can't do that. I can tell you about him and I can I can I can explain to you how he as you mentioned Brad how he has worked in my life. But this this like that's between you and and Jesus. Cornelius was praying. In the book of Acts Cornelius was praying to God mm -hmm. and he had given alms to to the Jews. He was a man who was using the faith that God had given, but but he didn't know Jesus. Yeah. And he's praying, and God, there's a, a vision, so whether it was an angel or, or what, who appears to him and tells him, hey, there's this man named Simon, who's also called Peter, mm -hmm. and he's uh, at this house uh, of Simon, who's a tanner in this city. Send some guys and go get him, and he'll tell you what you need to do. Um, Peter wouldn't have gone. Matter of fact, we know that. And it's a beautiful picture of the, in the gospel, uh, one of the ways God brought the gospel to the Gentiles, uh, which yeah. by the way, I'm pretty thankful for, um, being as I'm not a Jew. <laughs> right. That, 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 yeah. And, uh, just a beautiful story. But my, my point in that is, is just proves your point. Um, God was seeking Cornelius. Yeah. Cornelius was in return seeking God. Right. And God made the way, but he chose to use Peter. Yeah. Because you know what? You know what? And man, this is what gets me so much because mm -hmm. Peter needed that just as much as Cornelius. Yeah. Like, well said, dude. Yeah. Like, he, because God could have been like Cornelius. Hey, he could have did a Paul thing, right? Like, yep. Hey, who is it? Who are you, Lord? I'm Jesus, and we persecute. You know, he could have said, "Hey, Cornelius, this is Jesus, whom you're trying to worship." <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you need, this is what you need to do. You need to, you know, accept me as your Lord and Savior, and and yeah, here it is. But instead, he said, "Hey, Peter." And I love it. I love the story. I was reading it just the other day because, you know, Peter, because God takes away first, you know, he shows him a vision. And he goes, listen, what I've called clean, don't let anybody call unclean. Right. And, you know, Peter even argues with God in the vision. He's like, oh, is this a test? No, I can't do that. And he's like, but finally, you know, he explains this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And by the way, hey, those guys are downstairs. So. It's happening. Yeah, now. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's happening right now. But but so, he goes. He shares. He shares the gospel with Cornelius. And Cornelius, by the way, is like, oh, hey, God's sending this, so uh, I'm gonna gather all my friends and family. <laughs> Not just yeah, Cornelius. Yeah, that's right. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, Uncle DJ, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like God's sending a message, so you want to hear this? Yeah. Uh, and they get saved. And God allows there to be the sign of them receiving the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And then Peter goes, okay, we got to let them be baptized because, you know, they, yeah. they got saved. You know, 
But then like, he goes back, right? And the people are like, what'd you do? We heard you went into, you know, the Gentile's house. And Peter has to go, yeah, well, God told me to. And God gave him the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you got a problem, take it up with him, basically. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Because, you know, so, I, you, I, I wouldn't have done it, but he told me to. So there you go. And, and you know, one of the things, Brad, as you were talking, I, I kind of got just tossing around in my head is, you know, so how do we, how do, how do we like vocalize, put into words, the difference between as we've defined Christians and church people by not, but rather not by using like definitions. And really the first thing that popped into my mind was simply this. Um, we have to accept the fact that because we're broken, we are at some point in time. And I really hope that it's not true. I really don't want this to be true, but at some point in time, I'm probably going to be one of those church people. Mm. How do I how do I protect myself from that? Um, first of all, I've got to be a part of I, I mean, I've got to be in the word. I've got to be in prayer, obviously. But I also have to be a part of a community that that sees um, that sees scripture as that authority and, and sees scripture as, you know, and, and, and puts puts that into practice. Um, but. I also, you know, I have, I've got to be sensitive to the spirit. And this is like, this might be, this might be a tough, a tough, um, a tough point specifically for people that have been hurt by the church. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give, uh, I'm not going to give anybody a story because I certainly don't want, if anybody's been hurt by the church, I'm not, I don't want to give you ammunition. Um, but as a pastor's kid, I can, I can tell you that, <laughs> I've got stories that'll make you just shake your head, roll your eyes and might harden your heart to, to, to people. So having said that, if, you know, if you know for a fact that the majority of who you are is not a, as we've defined today, if the, if the majority of your person is not a quote unquote church, church person, because like you really do try to steer clear of that, then here's what I would recommend that you do. If you're not doing this already. Don't hop around until you find a church full of those kind of people. Find a church that that God has led you to. Hmm. And you got to stick around, not just to find out who the who who the other Christians, quote unquote, are versus church people, but like you got to have some skin in the game to show church people what Christians are supposed to be like. Hmm. And that that right there, I think that right there is like, you know, with with Peter visiting because like I, I really I've always liked the way that that I've heard, you know, the difference between Peter and Paul is that Peter was Peter was like the primary apostle to the Jews, whereas Paul was the primary apostle to the Gentiles. So they're like so they had like kind of this 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 people group split between the two of them. Mm. But like, I mean, Paul clearly <clears throat> Paul clearly witnessed to Jews and Peter clearly witnessed to Gentiles. Mm -hmm. And in that particular case, like Gentiles in that day had had a lot of good reason to not really like get along with Jewish culture and vice versa. But to be able to see somebody who identified as a Jew be able to speak like authentic Jesus and authentic Holy Spirit and like this is what Jesus is about and here's what scripture is and 
I mean, that's that's huge. But again, you got to have skin in the game for that. You have to be able to you, you gotta you gotta stick around. And if you if you want to have a voice to be able to to be able to say, look, everyone, this is not love. This is not what this is not what Jesus is about. You, you can't just walk in and shake your finger and then walk out. You know? Yeah. So, uh, so I was trying to look up this quote. I don't yeah. know who said it. I can't find it. Sure. Um, I'm probably going to butcher it. But here's <laughs> the heart of it. It's Brad paraphrase. There, you can't butcher yeah. it now. Um, <laughs> the closer I get to Christ, the less I can accept the plastic versions of him. Oh, the dude. closer I get to Christ, the less yeah. I can accept the plastic versions of him. That's right. So one of the things we need to understand is that however we see Christ, one, it's important, um, but it's also flawed. Yep. Yep. And we tend to personify, and this is dangerous. It, it really is. We tend to personify a perfected version of us. In our mind and make that God. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody said this: if your God never disagrees with you, <laughs> yeah, then you're only worshiping a personified version of yourself, not God. Oh, that's amazing. Oh man, that's good. So yeah, dude. <laughs> um, I could dig that. <laughs> so so my thing is and, and Fall more in love with Jesus. Yeah. But to to do that, you need to spend time with Jesus. You need to spend time in his word. You need to look at how he talks to people. Mm -hmm. Which is often countercultural. You need to look at how he focuses on people over events and pomp and circumstances and everything else. Yep. He goes to a party on the Sabbath, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a guy with the withered hand and he intentionally heals that guy. Mm -hmm. One, so that guy can be healed. One, so he can show the religious leaders of the day who he knows are going to get upset about it. Yep. That man was made not for the Sabbath. No, the Sabbath was made for man. Not man for the Sabbath. We get right. it, but we but but we get it backwards. But looking at Jesus, and the more you learn and the more you love Jesus, the more your picture of who Jesus is will change. Now, some people want to make Jesus this militant, totalitarian, just Hitler almost picture, you yeah. know. Um and they miss the love of God and they leave. It's like, it's like, it's almost absent sometimes when I, when I hear people and the way they're doing things, it's like, where is yeah. the love of God? Well, and so let me, let me speak to that real quick. Cause I know we're running short on time here, but, but Brad, like without the love of God, it is only works-based. Mm -hmm. But you have the other side of that too. Okay. Where, where, where we want to go. And go, Jesus, and and have oh, this yeah. picture of Jesus as this all accepting, yeah, right, God, and and Jesus welcomes you to come as you are, but not stay as you are, right? That's right, you know, and that includes people that are that are highly invested 
in church activities. That does not it is not only limited to to people that that if you are in church and mm-hmm. and and identify yourself as as one who is saved, whether you are or not, is not what I'm that's not my point. It's not just limited what Brad just said to people that are on the sidewalks that yeah. that you would that you would that you would deem not a Christian. You know, I mean it's it's it goes both ways. And and I so so my thing is we've got to see the real Jesus. Yeah. And we've got to try to see that picture clearer and clearer. And and again that that Jesus is doing the work in us. So the closer we get to Jesus the more we're going to look like Jesus, the more mm-hmm. Jesus is doing the work. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that he's changed my heart on a situation. I'm yep. stubborn. I've gone hardcore. I'm right. You're wrong. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many times he's done that. And he's shown me that with, with your sister, like last night I fussed at her over something. And then I had to come in a little bit later and go, you know what? That was supposed to happen. <laughs> I told her, I said, sometimes I think he's more on your side than he is on my side. And the secret is he's not on our side. We're on his side. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> but, so hey, before, before any woman can, can run away with you're that. Right. You're right. You... Yeah. That's hilarious. It was like, no, she just, you know what? She was looking at it more like Jesus than you were. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor. <laughs> that's awesome so, so yeah. um seek him ask seek knock who are who are we asking jesus who are yeah. we seeking jesus. jesus that's right and if we yeah. knock he doesn't he's not going to go who's there just come on in right um, and then it, yeah, and again like i said that in, that includes us too yeah. So, I, I, Jesus, the reality is, I need Jesus, DJ, just as much now as I ever have. Yeah. I will never need him less. Right. Right. Never need him less. Yeah. That's right. But well, I Brad, realize the more, the more that I, the more that I walk with him, I think the more I realize how much more I need him than I ever thought I did. Well, and that, and yeah, and that's exactly right. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. And on that note, I think that we should probably bring this one to a close. Um, I love, dude, I love these conversations. I really do, man. Uh, Listeners, as always, we thank you so much for um, being invested in our show, taking the time to to listen to Brad Brad and I um, discuss and joke and reflect, challenge each other. Um, uh, We thank you so much for being a part of our show and, and giving us the support share our show send it to people that um uh that you think uh would would be interested in it send it to people that you think that that could that could benefit from it send it to people that you think would disagree with it that'd be a, that'd be a fun one um so but as as always listeners we love that you love our show brad i love you buddy love you too listeners we'll catch you next time